Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You're here for episode number 259. And I'm recording this about 20 minutes to midnight on Sunday. Now, this is significant because I've made myself a promise that on school nights, and tonight is a school night, um, also known as a work night, um, it's kind of a funny thing, I guess, being a teacher. I, I, I don't say I go to work. I say I go to school, which is work. But um, I don't know if other teachers do that or not, but um, it's, it's just kind of a funny little thing. But um, I am not going to record the podcast after midnight on school nights. And if it looks like I'm going to hit midnight, I'm just going to wait till the next day and use my second period in my classroom, as I did a couple times last week, maybe more than a couple times, use that as the time to record. But I did get to this a little sooner than I thought, and today's reflection is really about the Sabbath and about an experience I had today during communion. And um, I, I just really feel I need to talk about it today and that even sleeping on it and having a sunrise tomorrow and a new day and a school day would take something away from it. So I'm glad you're here this evening or whatever time it is when you're listening. As I describe to you and share with you how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God this day which is ending soon. It was a good Sunday, a bright Sunday. And for the third week in a row, I have got into a pattern, a rhythm of going to a Sunday morning meeting, a 12-step meeting. And um, I am going to break my anonymity here. Prior to this, I don't think I've said what 12-step meeting it is that I go to. And it is primarily Al-Anon meetings, and um, I don't go to any substance meetings or the uh, beverage meeting, as some people call the, the original of the 12 steps, the pioneering one. But I go to Al-Anon and have multiple qualifiers in my life, and it's really a place for me to reflect on me and how I'm codependent and how I am um, just just the... The, the ways that I am broken and find ways to turn that over to a power greater than myself, whom I call God. But anyway, it feels like a good way to start my Sunday. And it's at nine o'clock, it's downtown, which is about 15, 20 minutes from where I live. It's in the basement of a church right across the street from the Ohio State Capitol building. It is a room dedicated to AA, which I know that I think every day of the week, the, the, the uh, work week, there is an AA meeting in this room. But this Al-Anon meeting is, is quite popular. Today there must have been 25, 30 people. And um, it's only an hour, so I can get out of there and, and get up um, to church after that. And, um, and that's what I did today. And it was a good meeting, and I had a good conversation with someone afterwards. And I'm... Um, pretty careful about what I listen to afterwards. Um, and this morning, because what I wanted to stream, which was 
English Premier League soccer to listen to the uh, the game. Uh, for some reason, I wasn't streaming on the app that I use, and um, so I listened to um, a podcast. It's an NPR one on being with Krista Trippett. I don't or Krista Tippett, excuse me, no R in there. But it was a really, really good one, and and I don't want to say too much about it because um, I'm probably going to talk more about it later. I'm I'm actually I listened to the edited version part of that, and now I'm listening to the the full version, the uncut one, and really, really enjoying it. But so I got to um, I got to church in a a good state in a good place, and um, it was during communion. After, you know, a good homily and good music and just goodness. It was after a um it was it was after I received communion and I was sitting in prayer that two things happened simultaneously that I, I think had a connection and definitely both were a revelation of God's presence to me. The first was just an inner sense of deep peace. And an almost bodily sensation of only what I could describe as floating in the love of God. Now, I think about that two-letter word there, in. It's a preposition, right? And I think for me that was really key to the experience, Because I wasn't floating on the love of God. I wasn't floating with the love of God. I wasn't floating through or any other um, preposition that could go in there. And I was floating in the love of God. And it it was really a a kind of a, I don't it wasn't a tremendously profound experience. I didn't see stars or hear voices or... But it just felt very peaceful and very safe and very calm. And it was just a reminder to me that, you know, God's love is the air which we breathe, the water which we drink. The, you know, I, I, I believe that, and, and, and my experience tells me that, you know, God isn't out there somewhere. Rather, God is being itself. And... God permeates everything. That God is not a noun, but God is a verb who relates to us in a personal way, in a person and a, a thou and I and I and thou way. And I just really felt that today. And it may seem like I, I'm making a, you know, too much of a preposition. But I've been reading, as I think I've mentioned on this podcast, about Aramaic and Jesus's um, original language and, and how he likely said the things that we have in the Gospels, what they sounded like, what they really meant in the original Aramaic before it was translated into Greek and before it was translated into English and Spanish and French and German, etc., all the languages of the world. And what I found interesting is, is that a number of um, words in Aramaic that we would consider prepositions have multiple meanings. 
that the same word can mean multiple things. And I don't have my notes in front of me, so I'm just going to have to be general here. But I was struck by when Jesus says the kingdom of God is among you. That word among in Aramaic means the same thing as within. So sometimes it's translated one way, sometimes it's translated another. And in English, those two words within and among are are very different in meaning. One is external, among, like one member of a group. Here's a group of people and this, you know, is among you. Or the other is within. It's far more personal. It's far more intimate. It's, it's something to be experienced on the inside as opposed to on the outside. And I, I guess I was thinking about that today as I experienced this floating in the love of God. Something interesting was occurring next to me, nearby where I was sitting, and um, it wasn't looking as much as, as listening, because it was behind me, and if I had um, turned, it would have it ruined, I think, the experience, in part because I was praying and experiencing this communion, the floating in the love of God. And... Um, what I, what I think was happening was a son was, I, I couldn't tell if it was reconciling or it was embracing, certainly, but it was an emotional embrace. At first I thought it was a reconciliation, but maybe it wasn't. And it doesn't really matter what it was, but it was powerful because both men were crying. One, the son, louder and more, um, more deeply than what I believe, what I think was his father. But they both were into this. They both were in this experience. And it brought tears to my eyes. And while I didn't, you know, weep, it, 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 it was a powerful reminder to me of paternal love or maternal love, the love of God that I was feeling floating in the love of God. And, you know, one of the things I think that is amazing, really, about an awesome, full of awe, about our understanding of God as Trinity is that each of the persons of the Trinity we can relate to differently at different times and in different moments of need. You know, this permeating love of God is Christ, as, as Christ is understood, the cosmic Christ, but also the Holy Spirit. But we still have the, the love of the Father, the love of the divine parent. And, and that's what I was, I was feeling both of those. I was witnessing without my eyes, but my hear, ears and my senses, my other senses, this embrace, this emotion, this connection. And I was feeling that too in the communion, the, the after words of receiving the body and blood of Christ. So it was powerful. And I, I left this experience to go into the rest of my day. And it was a fairly mundane day, mowing the lawn and doing schoolwork and Sundays always go by way, way too fast. But I actually did get a fair amount done today that I wanted to get done. 
But I, I just felt that connection today, that, that moment was significant and, and wanted to share that. It was one of those days today where it was not hard to know what I would be sharing here at the end of the day about my experience of floating in the love of God. So to conclude, that sentiment, that idea, that vision, that image of floating in the love of God, does that have resonance for you? Is that something that you've experienced? Is it something you might be able to experience? And I'll say this about the experience. We, we can't manufacture it, and I wasn't doing that today. I, I was open to it, but there was something outside of myself that was presenting that. I, I Probably that external is presenting that opportunity to experience that all the time. But I just wasn't, I'm not usually, I'm rarely perhaps in the place to receive that. But thanks be to God that I did today. And I'm grateful I could share that with you. So, as I always say, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening and blessings and peace.